When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Hale Varsity Radio, the voice of Husker Nation. Insight, opinion, expertise, with the biggest and best names talking Nebraska across the state. Join the show on Twitter at Hale Varsity and at Schmitz underscore radio. Call in at 402-466-ESPN or 1-800-825-5865. Here's Chris Schmitz. Into Hour 2 at Tail Varsity Radio, presented by Currency. For all your equipment financing needs, go Currency. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. Basketball on our mind. We'll get to some Nebraska football, too, with Evan Bland in about 30 minutes. The pride of Ord with us, standout Husker and uh, proud papa as well when it comes to the, uh, the the women's basketball scene. Andy Markowski with us at Markowski underscore Andy. Happy New Year, Andy. How we doing? Uh, same to you guys. No, it's a good start. Hoops is in, in full go. No snow on the ground. So uh, all is good, Chris. That is the, the key word. Uh, no snow. A couple of words. No snow. But a uh, bit of an avalanche the first five uh, to ten minutes for Nebraska. I should say the second ten for the roadie, the Michigan State, Andy. Let's start there. What were you hoping for last night? What were you expecting last night? Well, I, you know, I, I thought it was a game that we could go and, and be competitive. And Michigan State had, you know, showing some vulnerabilities of, of not playing great offensively, had, had really struggled to score. Uh, so I thought it was a game that we could stay, you know, attached and, you know, hopefully make some plays to win. And unfortunately, uh, Michigan State was, was really good. I, I thought it was the first team that matched our our physicality on the backboard. You know, they wouldn't let Greasel post. Uh, I, I thought they're – Big to little pin down screens uh, was was effective. They were you know able to get open shots, which they made a lot of uh, shots early, which certainly helps your your energy level. And then we never helped ourselves. I and mean, if you look at the amount of shots we missed around the rim late in that first half, to so maybe you know, instead of being down twenty, could you be down twelve? You know, I think we we're two of sixteen from the three, and we finished eight of twenty from the free throw line. So you know, we didn't do the necessary things to make that game more competitive. But, you know, I, I still think we fought. We had a chance to get it to, you know, to 12 to 10 at, at one point in the second half. You never know what could happen if you start putting game pressure on. But I, I thought Michigan State was, was the better team. I thought they played really well. Uh, they shot the ball well. And, you know, if, if you're going to make shots at home uh, in the Big Ten, you're going to be tough to beat. Andy Markowski's with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And Andy, what do you make of Sam Greasel's night last night? He didn't have the night distributing that you might expect from only two assists from Greasel on the night, and that just seems so out of character for what we've seen from him so far this season. What would you make of that? Was that something Michigan State was doing defensively, or is this just a case of Nebraska and maybe Greasel being off? Well, in order to get assists, you have to have a teammate make a shot or make a layup. So, you know, I, I think some of that was – you know, uh, assists could be affected by the poor play of, of, of teammates. So I didn't think really anybody played great last night. I, I, I thought uh, they neutralized 
you know, Walker in the lane. I, I think our two guards were able to free themselves and, and get shots. I thought Gary's physicality was bad. So, you know, I, I just give credit to, to Michigan State. I, I, I think they're at home. They played with good energy. And, um, you know, uh, Sam's, Sam's been a great addition. Um, you know, Sam's not a great off- offensive player. He's a, he's a you know, 23-year-old that, that knows, you know, how to play the game. Uh, you know, he's, you know, able to, to make open threes occasionally. You know, he, he gets himself to the free throw line. He can post. He's probably not a natural point guard, even though he's, you know, he, he can play the position. He's unselfish. But, you know, to, to put a lot on his back to go on the road and, and, and be, uh, you know, the best player on the court, I, I, don't, I don't think that's Sam. I think sometimes people expect a little bit more than what Sam's able to get. But what he has brought this team is the toughness and a confidence and, and just the versatility of, of where Fred is, is putting him on offense, uh, in addition to Walker, those two have been hard to match up to. And, you know, I think that's where his most value has been is just the fact that he can post and they can play offense through him there. Andy, uh, what's next for Nebraska is Minnesota. They scared, uh, put a big scare into Wisconsin. Chucky Hepburn did Chucky Hepburn things. That steal at the end was yeah. so clutch. And, and that's, that's what he does. And that, so that was a scare. But is this uh, is this a turning point ball game this early in the year for Nebraska? Knowing where they're at in conference, they've won on the road. They've been great at home, aside from just you know getting their hearts broke against Purdue. They got to have Saturday, don't they? Well, yeah. If you you know if if you're trying to play for postseason, right? Let's just say that NIT is play for, for this game. You know, I think we can all agree that the NCAA tournament would, would, would be a pretty good stretch, even though they're good enough to beat NCAA tournament teams. I don't know if they're consistent enough to, to have that resume. But I think the NIT is, is in play for this group. Um, and if that's the case, then you know there's only so many places that you might be as good as the team that you're playing on the road. And I think Minnesota is probably a team that, that we're better than on, on paper. They've struggled. They're 0-3 in the league. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's a game that they need to win, and they you know, have a chance to come home and play against uh, uh, an Illinois team that hasn't won a league game. So you know, it's a chance to get a little bit of momentum. Um, but you know, if, if you want to be a postseason team, if, if you want to build you know on the momentum that you've created with uh, you know a good home win against Iowa, you know you need to go into the back half of the Big Ten, you know, or the bottom half of the Big Ten, and, and find ways to steal a couple of those road games. Yeah, you mentioned road games and, and stealing them. It's, it's been a real struggle for Nebraska basketball so far this season, and there's a multitude of factors from, I mean, the fans being a paramount, the fact that basketball is a game of runs and, and fans help with momentum, but also different backdrops while you're shooting can kind of change the perspective of, of where you're at on the floor. And Nebraska just hasn't felt like it's had a good shooting night on the road so far this season. And I want to get your take, Andy, on what that can be attributed to. Nebraska's played some tough teams on the road, so that could be a part of it, but they also haven't looked their best when they're on the road. So, so what's your take on Nebraska's road struggles? Yeah, I mean, it, it's certainly, you know, going on the road is, is different, right? There's there's variables that, that make you uncomfortable, and when you're not comfortable, you, you, you don't play your best. And, you know, this, this group is a veteran group. I, I think they're capable of, of of going on the road and winning. Uh, you know, they, they win a different style. Are they going to go on the road and make, you know, 13 threes and, and win that way? I, I, I don't think I'm, this team's going to win that way. So, you know, there, there's other other things you can do. Um, you know, you can defend, you can create energy, 
by you know by getting stops, you can feed off of that energy. Um, you know, if you're a really tough, cohesive group, and you know, you you made the point. I I think some of those early road struggles. Uh, you know, part of it was not having their roster assembled with with uh, you know Walker having you know been out for six games. Um, but you know they're going to play ten, ten excuse me ten road games in the Big Ten. You know, certainly Indiana uh, did not go well. They didn't play well at Michigan State. So, you know, I, I think Minnesota is a is a place that uh, is a hard place to play. The barn is, uh, you know, it's a unique arena uh, in terms of being up on a stage. It, it's different. The, the sight lines are different. Uh, but in the end, uh, you know, they, they just have to play better. They've got to make free throws. They've got to make layups. Uh, defensively, they have to be better than they were uh, against Michigan State. And, you know, fortunately for those Minnesota's players aren't as good as Michigan State's players, so so hopefully that will help them uh, get off to a better start and, and find a way to stay close and, and, and win a tight game late because that's typically how you get a win in the Big Ten on the road. Andy, this team, and I saw the stat from, from Bardo last night that the Nebraska from distance is uh, right at the bottom, uh, three-point percentage. Can this team get better? I mean, I look at a guy like Wiltshire and, and Tominaga specifically as, as guys that are supposed to be three-point artists – and it's been pretty rare that both have been on at the same time. Uh, aside from Walker and Greasel, the, the, the other starting three really struggled 5 of 21 from the floor. Now, uh, that can happen, but, but typically you'll, you'll bring it defensively. And more instances than not, Nebraska's defense has been, been rock solid. It wasn't up to Fred's liking uh in that first half for his post game but is nebraska are they are what they are or do you, do you think the team can find a groove and get better you tell me you've lived that life in division one in major conference play can you get hot find the stroke so to speak and 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 help this offense out from from deep or is nebraska just going to be a hot and cold three-point shooting team well, I, I think they can, uh, you know, play better. Uh, you know, and, and shooting might not be the reason why they play better. You know, you look at Wiltshire and, and Tobinaga, they're, they're basically going one for one for each other. You know, you very seldom will, will play in both just because defensively, uh, you know, that's not what Fred's doing. But to your, to your point, you know, teams know that they're a best shooter. And then, you know, I think some of the shots they're getting lately have been, been hard shots. I mean, teams aren't, aren't letting them just catch in rhythm and shoot and, you know, you look at Gary and, and, and Greasel both are capable of making a three, but, but teams are allowing them to, to, to take, you know, contested threes um, just because they're, they're not shooting. You know, I think Vandemel is, is a kid that I think can shoot better than, than maybe what he's done, and it's him taking the right shots. Um, you know, I thought Wilhelm is, is, you know, Fred's trying to find ways to, to play him uh, at the four. That way he can play Walker and, and Wilhelm together. I think Wilhelm shoots a, a little bit better than Gary. Um, so maybe we can stretch teams at the at the four a little bit. But, but part of that is Wilhelm's got to have somebody he can defend at the four. Uh, teams are playing more you know, smaller and more athletic at the four, which means you have to go back to Gary. So, you know, it, 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 is, a, it is a bouncing act in terms of what, what Fred is going to do. But, you know, in the end, uh, he's got long, active, Good defenders and, and average shooters, and if Wiltshire and Tobinaga can't get good threes, you know they're not going to beat teams from the three-point line. So they're going to have to find other ways to to score and get fouled. And you know they got to the free throw line twenty times against Michigan State against an Izzo team. That's pretty good, but you made eight of them. Like you know that should be sixteen <laughs> out of twenty. 
Um, you know, so they didn't help themselves in, in some of those areas that if they can, you know, they can shore up free throw shooting and, and shoot from the three a little bit better and, and keep rebounding and, and find a ways to, to score with Grusel Walker, you know, they're good enough to, to go and win seven, eight games in the league. If they, if they really struggle scoring like they did last night, you know, you're probably looking at five conference wins. So, you know, they, they're going to have to find a way to, to put the ball in the basket more effectively. Andy, the best league right now is is who? Are you going Big 12? Are you ACC, SEC, Big 10? Who's got your attention? Uh, it, it is really balanced. Uh, you know, I, I think, um, you know, all leagues have a couple really good teams. I mean, I look, I look at the Big 12. You know, Kansas is back to – to being one, uh, you know, the ACC isn't going anywhere. I know North Carolina and, and Duke have, have struggled a little bit, but that's, you look at the, the SEC, I, I think it you know, might be down a little bit with Kentucky being not great, but, you know, then you look at Alabama and, uh, and Tennessee and, and a few of those other schools that maybe five years ago weren't getting mentioned now are, are powerhouse. I, I don't think the, the Big Ten is, is as good on the top as, as it's been in years past. However, if you were to ask me, you know, how many Big Ten teams can make the NCAA tournament, I think 11 are still in play to make the NCAA tournament. So the, the depth of the – now 11 is not going to make it, but mm-hmm. I, I think 11 have, have still positioned themselves to have a chance. So that speaks to just the depth of, of good teams in the Big Ten. So, you know, uh, January is always a hard month. I think it's a month where, where, where teams start to separate themselves. Some teams will start playing really well. You know, I think injuries hit you in January. The teams that are deep can, can overcome that. So – you know, we'll know a lot more by the end of January, and you know certainly February into the conference tournaments will be fun to watch. And you got about two minutes here. A thought on the Husker women: uh, tough one in OT against uh, Indiana. Great effort on the road against the top ten. Great win against Kansas. Michigan was tough, and Rutgers Saturday uh, for the Husker women. Yeah, certainly. You know, uh, losing at home to Michigan uh, was tough. I mean, you know, we beat Michigan twice last year in two pretty uh, anticipated games. I thought mentally uh, they had the edge over us. And then, you know, to your point, we had a chance to get number three Indiana on the road. Uh, you know, our ball with 30 seconds holding the last shot. I mean, that's a game that you need to win in regulation. Once it got into overtime, I thought that was going to be hard for, for for Nebraska to win it. But you know, they're playing better. Um, you know, obviously losing Allison Widener. Uh, for the season is going to hurt, but Sam Hybe is, is, is back and, and you know contributing at the uh, close to the level that she was a year ago. And you know it's it's like the men's league. There's uh, I think five teams ranked, uh, five or four that are in the top twelve in the in the country. Um, you know you're going to Rutgers, which isn't a great team on paper, but they just played um, you know Maryland to ten points the other night. So it's a great conference. Nebraska got the you know, the women have to stay together, keep playing well, and, you know, hopefully they can find a, a way to protect the home courts and uh, win a couple on the road. And, and, you know, I think they're still positioned for the in-state tournament. I think they're an eighth seed right now in the bracketology. Um, so, you know, hopefully they can, uh, you know, finish strong here. Last thought, Andy, Pius girls at 7-1. and one. Uh, You happy heading into uh, January? Yeah, we, uh, you know, tripped up and, and got beat by a good Lincoln Northeast team in the semis of the hack. Um you know the hack uh, on the on the top end is pretty good with with Lincoln High, Northeast, Kearney, Southwest. Um, so yeah, it's uh, Class A is very balanced, very deep, and uh, yeah, I think our girls are hanging in there. But a lot of tough games left to play. Andy, I know we said last up. I got one more quick one for you. You were in attendance for that game against Indiana on Saturday, right? Or Sunday, excuse me. I was. Yeah, we uh, we finished the hack at at four, and my wife and I drove overnight to get the 
get the oh, Bloomington wow. to have a chance. I'd never been there before, so it was one of the things I wanted to, one of the arenas I wanted to get to. See, I, I knew you were there, Andy, because uh, I'm not sure who you're paying off with ESPN, but you just kept on getting on TV on Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. They, won't, they won't leave me alone. I just want to sit and watch and uh, maybe yell at the official for a little bit. I, I did happen to yell at Alexis on her second foul 80 feet from the basket. I was not very happy, so hopefully they didn't have uh, have me on camera there because uh, they might have heard a couple vulgar words because, uh, you know, that back-to-back game, she found herself uh, in foul trouble and, you know, just things that uh, she knows better than. So, yeah, they, I wish they would just leave me out of it and let me sit and watch and uh, nobody wants to look at my uh, – Old uh, overweight butt. So the, uh, uh, anyway, the uh, the, the Markowski know, it, cam. It's a cool story. <laughs> it's like thirty seconds left. Crunch time. No, there's Andy Markowski. There's Andy Markowski. <laughs> uh, Andy, we'll check in again. Thanks for the time, bud. Appreciate you. All right, sounds good, guys. Thanks. Evan Bland on the way with Hale Varsity.